0: You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today I'm going to read an email. It's kind of an email based off of a previous episode that leads into what we're going to talk about today, which are, what are some of the options that I have if I don't want to train at a gym anymore? I need to know, like, if I don't want to be in a gym, that gym environment doesn't sit right for me, what are my other options I can do as a personal trainer? So let's start with this, uh, the question that was at hand It said, thank you for sharing your tips and advice during your recent podcast episode, what to do if the gym isn't right for me? After listening to this episode last night, I want to reach out to you today. She goes on to tell a story about feeling stuck. And like this year is going to be about some exploration and soul searching and journaling. Uh, And that the podcast really resonated with me, quote, last night, because I don't feel working in a gym is the best fit for me. I'm seeking a full-time position with a consistent schedule, uh, a consistent number of hours each week. Writing responsibilities and working with older adults are a couple of ways I also apply my NASM CPT in the past. So with your extensive experience in the fitness and wellness space, are you aware of other career opportunities or areas that I can apply my education experience and passion for helping others? Please feel free to reach out. Well, Robin L, rather than reaching out, I'm going to speak out. I'm going to speak out and let's talk about some things. I've got 10 options for you if you want to continue to be a personal trainer, but the gym may not be the right vibe for you. It may not be the right space. It just doesn't doesn't check the boxes that you're looking for. It doesn't provide the environment that you're looking for. Maybe it doesn't provide the consistency that you'd like to have. So here's what I'm going to suggest. First one. The first one is... I'm gonna suggest that you reach out to physical therapy clinics and chiropractors offices. And I think that physical therapy clinics and chiropractors they they do the therapeutic approaches. they assist with helping to um, I don't know, uh, ailments, helping people. but what what physical therapist would rather someone else do most likely is give those exercises, to someone else. They would say let me do the therapeutic stuff, but the exercise though therapeutic in application is not therapeutic in in scope of practice that you as a personal trainer can apply certain exercises much like back in the day, which I don't know if they even have these these options anymore, is a physical therapy assistant. So a physical therapy assistant would be overseen by a physical therapist. The physical therapist writes the program. They do the initial assessment. They find out what's going on. They read the notes from the doctor, and they give that uh, that process of exercises, not, not the manual work, but the exercises to someone else. And at least here in New York, I've known multiple personal trainers that have worked at physical therapy offices. And now sometimes uh, chiropractors are now getting into that business and they're building out small little gyms within their chiropractic facilities, much like many physical therapy facilities will have. And they are able to provide that as well. So that might be something you wanna look at. That's the first thing that I have on the list. Now, the second thing I have on the list sounds very much like what you don't wanna do. And so, I'm going to quote one of uh, my favorite comedians in a segment that he likes to do called the same, but different. And I'm going to say that there are other fitness facilities that may be a little bit different. Number one, and this is one that I want you to consider a hospital community fitness center, some hospitals especially regional hospitals, but many hospitals have fitness facilities. They have fitness facilities where their staff gets a discount too. They have fitness facilities where there's insurance that they're able to to use some of the insurance to pay for a monthly due for the, the people that use the hospital that come in. They provide it for the community for better health and fitness within the community. We'll also talk about some other places very similar. But right now, I think a hospital, being a personal trainer at a hospital fitness center, hospital fitness centers might be a bit more focused and a bit more dialed in than some commercial facilities when it comes to assessments because the assessments might look a little bit different. Those assessments might have people walking on a treadmill and you're taking their exercise blood pressure. You might have them do blood sugar testing pre and post because of diabetes. So there are options to look at when you are a community fitness center personal trainer that will read, that will feel, that will vibe totally different than it would if you were working at Jim's gym or Kim's gym. It's it's a different vibe totally. And that might be a consideration that you haven't thought about that you may want to look into. Now, To dovetail off of that, there is and should be perhaps an opportunity for you to the third thing on the list here, focus on medical fitness. And to focus on medical fitness, especially you had mentioned wanting to work with older adults, and not all older adults have these things, and there are a lot of people that aren't older adults that have diabetes, that have heart disease that have MS, that have arthritis, that have experienced stroke, that so many different uh, maladies that exist and so many different chronic diseases that exist that you as a personal trainer would be able to learn about and then make application. And if you can build your business, and as you said, with older adults and have a skill set that focuses what many of those – And that that group would be experiencing, plus others that are maybe not older adults, but you find that you really vibe with uh, working with people who have had um, a myocardial infarction, a heart attack. That seems like it is a a good population for you to work with. So you open yourself up to a population in generally medical fitness facilities uh, that you could be working at would not necessarily be at Kim's gym or Jim's gym. so it pulls you out of I don't know maybe what you experience in your gyms or a little more meathead or it's just it's not the vibe it's too many people setting up tripods taking pictures of their ha, 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 ha. right so let's let's find a place that fits better for you and the community of people that you want to train All right well speaking of community again number four is what about the community centers in general? Because community centers in general do a lot less focus on numbers and they are much more interested in, what's the word? The community. They're more interested in the community. You could look at things like JCCs and YMCAs, YWCAs, these wonderful facilities that are out there that provide community fitness. And what I also like, there are are many places that also may have a parks department. And if you've got a city with a parks department, sometimes the parks department will have fitness facilities that are open for people. And it might be a small and nominal fee that they pay to utilize those facilities. And to be a personal trainer there might be a bit more rewarding and it might provide you a different environment to work at it makes you more comfortable in what you're doing. <clears throat> All right, next one. Consider this. Consider this, if you will. I'm just going to paint a little picture, and if it lands, great. And if it doesn't, slough it off and on to the next one. But consider maybe getting a teaching certificate and becoming a PE teacher. I have a friend who did that, and he Absolutely loves his job. My friend Simon, he was a personal trainer when I started at the gym. He had been there for six months. I was like, you've been doing this forever. You've been doing this for so long. Six months. That's amazing. He's a great guy. Simon's a great guy. And a few years ago, he got a teaching certificate and started teaching at a high school here in New York City. And he is a PE teacher, and I'm sure he's an absolutely delightful because he's a great person. He was a really good personal trainer. And I can only imagine how much those uh, high school kids would love being around him as a high school teacher, a high school PE teacher. And that might be something that fits the bill for you. Now, I also have a business partner that was formerly a PE teacher and later started working, get ready, because this is the next one, started working for dun, 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 corporate wellness. He worked at a corporate wellness facility. Well, not a facility, a corporate wellness company that installs wellness and health facilities inside of places like, and his in particular was a bank, but a lot of times banks have the ability to do that, but large Uh, large places and large industry can do really well with corporate wellness programs. And so there are corporate wellness programs out there. And usually in the area, if you start getting a corporate wellness company, then that company will start getting different, um, different gigs. They'll be able to book several different corporations in your area. And so you could probably find a place that. If they don't have a place for you at, I don't know, Chase, then maybe there's a, they also have a Bank of America gig, or maybe they also, there's a Coca-Cola bottling company and they have a wellness program there and that you could work at. And a wellness program is not just a fitness facility at a wellness program like that. Sometimes wellness programs include things like smoking cessation, um, uh, it, it has to, could be some coaching that goes along with that, making better decisions and identifying roadblocks and that type of thing. So that may provide you an opportunity where that company can coach you up on how to coach others. So a corporate wellness program might be very good, might be a consideration you want to look into. What else? Well, you may want to think or consider teaching classes. I know that you want to be a personal trainer, but personal trainer is a lot of one-on-one, which means you are able to be far more detailed with the programs that you put together and the individuals with which you work. So you can spend time and do individualized assessment and then individualized feedback based on the assessment. You may not be able to do that. Most certainly wouldn't be able to do that in a group fitness class. However, You have a lot more influence in a group fitness class. Not necessarily an individual influence, but group influence. You influence 20 people in an hour versus one people. You can help to make change and inspire change and help to deliver an experience that is surrounded with with love and excitement and encouragement and inspiration that you provide that they leave with. And they are encouraged and they are emboldened to make better choices in their lives, even outside of their fitness, because of what you can help provide them within the realm of fitness. And you can do that. And teaching classes could be a great opportunity to do that. Now, that might be at the gym, but it might be in another setting. It could be that there are are a lot of boutique fitness places all throughout the country now. And those boutique fitness places offer a different vibe and a different experience where you can teach classes or do training. You could also, and this one's my favorite, and if you know anything about me and my businesses outside of NASM, you might know that I would encourage you to consider going independent as a personal trainer. That allows you to be independent, that you don't work for a corporation, you don't work for Kim's gym or Jim's gym. You are working maybe in somebody's home where you travel and you go to somebody's home or you work in uh, your home, you work in your garage, you work in your yard. You could go to a park. The opportunities are there for you to do that. So a means of going independent could be valuable. Plus, there might be some places where the next one, you could rent space from a gym, run your own business and rent space from a gym. I think renting space from a gym could, could be a great way to go independent. And maybe it's not that you hate the gym so much. It's just that you really don't like the constant Hey, have you hit your numbers? Hey, have you called these people? Hey, have you done this? Can you clean up an aisle three? Whatever it is, it just might not be the vibe that you're looking for. But if you rent space and go independent, it might be the exact vibe you're looking for. Eh, second to the last one. You might want to consider starting an online fitness business. It can be online training. It could be programming. It could be coaching. Could do this one-on-one. I have several people that I meet face-to-face online and just like a personal training session, I'm face-to-face with them and we do it online. You could also just write programming. I learn a little bit about you, who you are, what you want, aches, pains, things that I need to avoid and then put together a program and it's three to four days a week for a month or for a trimester. And you can put those programs together and charge a fee for those. Starting an online fitness business. Several years ago, i had the opportunity to speak. And I've probably told the story before, so stick with me if you've heard it. I was with my wife in Thailand. I was invited to Thailand to go speak at a conference, the Asia Fitness Conference. And we went several days early so we could go and explore Thailand before we went to Bangkok, where the conference was. And we were at an island off of an island. So we stayed at an island called Koh And then off of the island of Koh was another ko, another island. And I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the, the moon island. If you know, you know. And we were at this little retreat-ish. I don't know if it's really called a retreat, but I'm sure some people use it as that. There was some yoga going on. It had this little cute yoga shop, and it had these... Um, little bungalows that you could go to. And there was a a little bar. I keep saying little. There's little. Everything was little. It was little. It was just cute. It was just super cute. And I look over and there's uh, a young woman sitting at her computer at a table in the bar area, which is outside and amazing. And she's on the computer. And then my wife and I, we go down to the water. And then uh, an hour or so later, we come back and we sit at the table. We're going to have lunch. And I look over and the young woman's still there. And I looked at my wife. I said, "You know what she's doing? You know what she's doing? She's working. She's working from an island in Thailand. How amazing! So she's got an online job. Whatever she's doing, she's doing online. And this is perfect. It was like the the epitome of the Tim Ferriss four hour work week." which is basically what any and every one of you can do now as a personal trainer is you start to shift business online and you can go to an island off of an island in Thailand and you can still do the same amount of business sitting at a beach bar there as you are right now. Those are opportunities that you have available to you. Now, I personally really enjoy being face-to-face, really being close and one-on-one with people. But at some point in the future, I might start shifting. I do some mentorship. I coach personal trainers. uh, And that's all online. But my training sessions are there. I may eventually say, look, I'm ready to take a break. And so I'm just going to do mentoring and consultations and online personal training. So I can go to an island off of an island in Thailand and do exactly what that woman was doing. But for me, that'll be, I don't know, 10 years from now. For her, that was almost 10 years ago. And she was it had to be in her, in her probably mid to late 20s. Yo, girl got it figured out. She had it figured out. Another thing, number 10, that you could do And this is all still part of potentially working with corporate wellness, working with the community centers, potentially working in gyms or working independent, is that you can become a wellness or or nutrition coach. And all of this could also fit into place within the physical therapy or the chiropractic office. Being able to work with someone as a wellness coach or a nutrition coach is an absolute powerhouse of a skill set. And there are hospitals that could use your help as a wellness coach. There are PT and chiropractic clinics that could use your help. There are corporate wellness programs that could use your help. There are individuals, as you go independent, that could use your help. So if that's something that seems like you would be interested in, then definitely check out some of those products from NASM. But I just wanna review some of the things that we talked about already. If you're looking to to maybe not be at Kim's Gym or Jim's Gym, you wanna look at some places, consider this. Go into physical therapy clinics or chiropractic offices. Check out hospital community centers. You could three focus on medical fitness to help people with diabetes or heart disease and things like that. Number four, still a gym, but Community centers in general, you could look at that. So like the YMCA and other community centers that maybe are there with the under the, the heading of your uh, municipality. Or like we mentioned before, hospital community centers. Uh, number five, get your teaching certificate and become a t- PE teacher. That might be something. Go into a corporate wellness. You could teach classes. You could go independent. You can start an online fitness business and you can become a wellness coach and or a nutrition coach. Those are 10 things that you may want to consider. If you decide that you just don't want to work in a gym and that gym environment anymore, then this may be uh, a series of options that could be a play for you in your future. With that said, I want to say thank you for making it to the end here. And if you enjoyed the show, please go and like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family. Leave a review about the show. All of these things actually help with traction and for our show to pop up more uh, in in the options that people get when they look for fitness uh, and in podcast. And so if you could do that, that would be very helpful because then more people can gain access to it. Of course, if you share with your fitness friends and family, that will definitely increase the amount of sharing and access people have to good fitness content. And I want to also say <clears throat> I appreciate that, that you're looking for your what's next. And I think there are a lot of options. There are more than the 10 I laid out, but there are a lot of options that allow you to be a personal trainer. And to consider other things that may not be exactly just at the gym doing personal training. It allows you to work with people with their fitness and to progress yourself as a professional. You want to reach out to me, you can do so just like Robin L. did. You can hit me up at Ritchie at nasm.org or... You can hit me up at dr.rickritchie on Instagram and threads. Y'all keep inspiring people to fitness. Thank you for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.